Good morning, everybody. It is currently Sunday, April 24th. This is Little Yahweh, and welcome to Sunday Morning Smoke Session. Okay. So first, everybody, I'm going to have to break down the show. I'm sorry. I have a little cheat sheet note right here. I was up all night planning this, you know, making some visuals and doing stuff like that. So I'm a little tired. I'm a little scrambled. Don't mind me. But, um, yes, so for everyone watching or listening, I would just like to kind of go over the breakdown of my show real quick, how this is going to go. So every day we'll start with like a little introduction, right? Straight off the top, we'll just kind of be like, hey, this is, uh, this is who I am. This is what we're talking about today. For if there's any new people and stuff like that, this is what we do. Just kind of give like a little introduction at the beginning of every video, um, or podcast. And... Then we go into the first main segment. So the first main segment, I like to call the mainstream segment because it has to do with the mainstream artist or the big artists and that are already in the spotlight. Today's mainstream artist, we will be reviewing, or mainstream segment, we will be reviewing It's Almost Dry by Pusha T via Rapper Report Card, as you can see behind me. After that, we will go into the main for the first uh, secondary segment, which is usually a news segment, I will just talk about some things, kind of bullshit with y'all. And uh, yeah, nothing too crazy, just some fun stuff. Um, then would come the second main segment, which is uh, going to be the local uh, Southwest Florida artist. So like I will be first off today, I'll be uh, putting the Stupid Poets Club members, which is my label I work with here in Englewood. And we were going to be ranking them on a tier list. So that's going to be fun and maybe get me in trouble with some of them. And then after that, we will have a community segment, which it could be one of those local artists coming here for an interview or it could be an advice column or anything like that, really. Maybe I'll put a poll out on my Instagram and we'll react and talk about the poll for a little bit. Who knows? Shout out my Instagram, little Yahweh underscore SPC or Yahweh underscore SPC. Y-H-W-H underscore SPC. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, that's basically it. I'll close out the podcast at the end, say goodbye to you guys. I'll stay on the live stream for another few minutes. If anyone comes on, I'll kind of talk and bullshit with them. So moving on to the main segment. Today, we will be reviewing Pusha T's It's Almost Dry, which, let me just say, out of all, like, the local albums, or not local, uh, recent albums that have been dropping from, uh, what did I say, not not goat era, you know, like the Kanye's been dropping good. J. Cole's been dropping good. Drake's been okay. But like, you know, th- those artists are all dropping good. And it's like, it's like they're, uh, they're unders. They're, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Apprentices or, uh, you know, they're music children. And some. They're like Kid Cudi. I'm sorry. I, I was not a big fan of that last album the last album kind of just didn't quite do it for me man on the moon three i mean it was great but nothing like his other albums fucking same with like half those people i don't know i'm just tangenting right now but let's get to uh push a tease it's almost dry now i will say right off of the bat i think the name's kind of ironic because the album, it isn't quite dry, but it is almost dry on some of the sounds and the enthusiasm 
is very lacking throughout. Okay, so what I'm doing is I'm just kind of pulling up some information. This way, if I need to quickly look back or double check anything. And on top of that, I'm also pulling up some of the songs in case there's any specific song I want to play while we're um, talking about it. So, oh, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. I'm, I'm going to avoid that one for now. I don't want to, like, piss off a group of people right before I uh, try to make it on Twitch and podcasting. I will say, I wasn't that excited for this album until uh, until Diet Coke came out. I feel like once I heard Diet Coke, I definitely uh, opened up more to the album. Okay, Pusha T. It's almost dry. I will say... Okay, one thing, one thing I definitely did want to say. Okay, let me, let me, sorry, I'm waiting for this to load up. While I'm waiting for this to load up, let me kind of explain how this works, right? So based on their work in this album alone, I grade various different, all right, that's supposed to say album build. Don't worry about it, though. So we have the flow, the lyrics, the sound. The production, or if they don't do the production, and then in that case, the beat selection, right? The song structure, the album build, and then the extra credit, which is just anything I feel deserves extra credit. Okay, so the first thing we're going to go over in some of these songs is the flow. Right off the bat, I love I absolutely love the flow. I love the lyrics. I'm also going to explain what down here is real quick. This is the set list. As you can see, the songs in black, I was iffy about. You know, I didn't hate them. I didn't like them. I didn't add them to any playlist. And I know y'all probably see rock and roll on there. And I'll get back to that in a second. I didn't like Let the Smokers Shine the Coop. I don't know. It just, something about it just didn't come in and hear me clearly. It just... I felt like by those songs, the kind of flow got boring and there was nothing else or nothing else really added to it to kind of keep you there, you know, it's like different from like Call My Bluff, which had like an interesting, you know, chorus and hook. And just so you remember, it has that really fucking cool sample on it. The samples in this album is another thing I want to mention. There are so many cool samples throughout this album. You could definitely tell, I believe Kanye did like most of the production on this. Let me double check that real quick. But yeah, if I'm not mistaken, he was probably like, at least put 90% of those beats together. I, I feel like, I feel like I heard a lot of Kanye throughout that album. But that's the thing is like, I know he had to do something. He had to do Diet Coke, right? Yes. Kanye's name popping up in production a few times here. Let's see. Lyrically, the album, lyrically was really good. Yeah, he produced I Pray For You. I know he did Diet Coke, I'm pretty sure. I feel like he did scrape it off the top. I mean, like... Did he just do all these? Oh, no, this one was produced by Pharrell Williams. That kind of makes sense. So Pharrell and Kanye had a lot of it. I know he probably did rock and roll. Pharrell Williams. So, yeah, lots of Kanye influence there. Now... I'm seeing a lot of the comments that, a lot of the comments that uh, Pusha's T's lyrics on this are absolutely and unequivocally amazing. I'm totally getting feedback off that speaker. One second. Sorry about that. But totally and unequivocally. 
great. Like they're just lyrical genius, lyrical God. Oh my God. He's so fucking lyrically good. Yes. The lyrics are there. I personally put them at a good and here's why, because yes, they're there, but a lot of times they weren't telling a coherent story. They weren't telling a lot of the lyrics just kept telling you the same thing. Just talking about cocaine and shit like that, which is like, again, it's good. Like 70 is not a bad score, you know, out of a hundred, that's like a seven out of 10. That's not bad, but I don't think his lyrics were like Kendrick or Cole level who, yes, also find a way to do cool lyrics and also have it tell an overarching story and overarching messages. Cause I feel like that is very important to the lyric side of it. I put his flow though. At a good 85. I think that's a B. I'm not too sure. Got to get better at this whole teacher thing if I'm going to play this. But I felt like his flow was probably one of the best we've heard from Pusha T. It had a really cool mixture of like a Kanye and Kendrick vibe. I will say the reason it didn't get like a higher score was because it's the same through most of the fucking album. And honestly, it... It got boring after a while. I couldn't take it. Next up we have is the sound. And this is where I uh, probably run into my number one major issue with this album. And I probably give it its first bad score. And mind you, I'm only really judging Pusha T on this. I feel like production and song structure is where I more judge features. But with this, I'm mainly just judging Pusha. Pusha sounded like he did not give a fuck and not like in a good way like j cole on the off season no nah, we in the off season we don't do for we or uh or logic when he does his uh bobby tarantino albums no it's it was just like he was again the flow is the same on like every single song almost with pusha and he just wasn't sounding into it enthusiastic or nothing very emotionalist you know and because of that, I gave him a low score of 50. I'm sorry, Pusha. It had, it had to be done. So that puts us at flow 85, lyrics 70, sound 50. And I said on the production, I think Ye fucking killed this production. I think he almost had better production on this than he did on some of the songs on Donda. Like, crazy. Crazy good production. I feel like despite him sounding very out of it, very lazy and stuff like that, the editing on like the vocals were very good as well. Enough to not really make it fall on flat on the ears, you know? Next up, we have song structure. I mean, I really couldn't complain. There was nothing unique about the song structure. Nothing that really punched out to me. But it was good song structure, you know? You did what you had to do. You you built the song right. Choruses came in when I felt like the choruses should have came in, you know? Verses came in. The features were all placed at fairly good parts, I feel like. I'd say so. Now, the album build. I'm only going to give a 70 on this I don't feel like there was anything wrong with the build. I think that there was a pattern to the build I noticed. Like, 
if I look through these songs, even just on Genius, right? It's like the first four songs that were on there, I felt like had a very early 2000s vibe to them. And then it kind of gets into uh, a newer start to sound with rock and roll and Diet Coke and Call My Bluff and Scrape It Off The Top. And I feel like you start going back into that in the end with uh, Hear Me Clearly, Open Air, and I Pray For You. More of those old schooly, not old, old school, but old school to push his beginnings and uprisings and stuff like that. So I feel like that was very interesting. But... On top of that, there was no conceptual build. There was no clear intro, interlude, outro, and stuff like that. So for that, it just gets the basic 70 points. Keeps it fairly level. I, because of the album's blendings of the very old school and new school vibe, on top of that, I've decided to award it five extra credit points. Just because I really like the songs with, like, yay, kind of jumping between his new Donda-esque sound and his old-school graduation sound, as well as Jay-Z jumping between his old-school sound and then a new-school, almost, uh, I don't know how to, not mumble approach, but I guess like almost like a young thuggy, like, to the voice, like a little little skirt to the voice, you know, kind of flow. And um, I thought that was interesting, so I gave him five extra bonus credits on that. So, so yes, all this... Brings us at a total of 73 plus your five points. So that puts us at his score, 78. We're still kind of low balling. That's only, uh, I think that's like a C plus. But you also got 15 points from this setless score. Let me also explain because I feel like I didn't finish explaining the setless score. I'm sorry. I'm awful at this. I'm going to get better as time progresses. I promise. So... The songs that are marked in green, and I will read this through in just a second for the people on the podcast, but for the people watching, the songs that are marked in green and have like a little point next to it, give it bonus points. If the songs are black, it means it doesn't get any bonus points or negative points. And if the songs are in red and they're straight up bad, it will lose points for the song. Okay, so I'm going to go through the set list real quick of this album and kind of tell you guys on the podcast what I rated it. So, Brambleton, the intro song, I gave it a plus two. By the way, the spectrum can only go positive three, negative three points on each song. Let the Smoker Shine the Coop, left that black. Zero extra points. I love Dreaming of the Past. I gave that two extra points. Neck and Wrist, I thought that was very old school, new school type vibes. I really love Pharrell on the song. I really love Jay-Z on the song. I really love Push on the song. I gave that three extra points. Just so you remember, only for the sample, I gave it an extra point. And Diet Coke, I gave two extra points. Rock and roll. Listen, y'all, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I wasn't a fan. I felt like Cuddy's vocals were really choppy. It sounds good in my car, but when I listen to it on my phone and my speaker, anywhere else, it literally sounds like just mumbled trash. Like, it's, I'm sorry. And I, I love Cuddy. And I love Kanye. And then Kanye did this weird thing when he's like, yo, I'm a big tough guy now. So I want you to make my voice deeper. Because that's how that works. It makes no sense. I don't know. People kind of trip over stuff like that. Egos. 
Excuse me. Call my bluff. I liked it. I thought it was clever. 1-800-CALL-MY-BLUFF. Scrape it off the top. Also fucking good. Great song. I just scraped it off the top. Fucking Don Tolliver, whatever the hell his name is. Fucking love his music, bro. Just has like, I don't ever listen to his solos, but I love when he features on people. Really, really adds a good sound. Hear me clearly. I don't know. It just got boring around there. I'm not a big fan of Nego. Know what it is? Nothing against them. I just the songs don't quite hit for me. Maybe it's because they're too like just they just generic. You know, nothing bad about it. It is what it is. Open air. Can't even think of which one that is. I'm sure there was something in it I liked because I gave it a plus one. And I pray for you. I really like the chorus. Really like the on it. I uh, I went with one point on that as well. So no songs that I disliked. I will say. There were songs that I didn't like. But no songs that I was like, I don't like that song. I don't. Like, I, okay, I don't like it, but I, it's not like I disliked it, you know? It's not like I was, like, going out of my way to say this is a bad song. It just was an eh song for me, you know? And, uh, yeah, so that's our rapper report card. We got a 78 plus a 15. Leaves us with a final grade of a 90. Three or an A. Good job, Pusha. Man. Knew you could do it. Um, I didn't review Daytona, so right now we don't know um if this is better or not in my view. Maybe we'll find that out one day. I'll go over and review Daytona. But right now, Pusha T gets the first score. I'm gonna update this in the grade book. Yes, I will keep a grade book so I could keep track of what I scored everyone and stuff like that. And um yeah. Give it up for push, everyone. Woo! Top of the news, top of the news. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Now, I'm going to kick off the news segment with two little stories. Nothing too big. I'm not going to lie. It is still the first episode. I'm still getting my research and stuff together. So I don't have too many big news stories this week. But, again, these are all trial runs anyway, so what do you want from me? But, um, yeah, so as far as uh, the first segment I like to do, the local news segment, uh, just two album announces, announcements. Um, Last Summer by Little Yahweh, which is uh, going to be my album dropping this summer. Look out for that. I just finished the first single on it, and maybe that will be dropping soon as well. So keep an eye out for that. I'll probably be on Spotify, Apple Music, and literally everywhere. So yeah. And then as well as rumors of Extendo dropping another album. The first one since, I believe, 2019, he dropped Extendo 64, which was partially produced, like executively produced by me. So yeah, we'll see how this uh, next album comes out for you guys. Maybe maybe it'll be a cool one. As far as mainstream drops, we are expecting Friday. They Don't Know by Bobby Shmurda and Mr. Crawford by No Cap. But there have been two rumors. A future album may be coming out this Friday to be announced. Or possibly even rumors that the trippy red love letter to you 5 will be seen dropping this week. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know why that went awkward at the end there. But, um, yeah. 
if uh, any of those interest you, be sure to keep an eye out. If, uh, I will tell you right now, if Love Letter to You 5 drops, I'm definitely reviewing that. And if they don't know drops, I will might review that. So, who knows? I am telling you right now, though, the Sunday after the 13th, 13th, 14th, 15th, I think it's the 15th, May 15th, I will be reviewing Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. That is 100% happening as soon as that motherfucker drops. That next Sunday, I will be on that. That is probably my, my thing I'm most excited for. In fact, that's what we're going to use. The, excuse me. That's what we're going to use the new segment to talk about today. Mr. Kendrick Lamar and Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. How excited I am about that because Kendrick, to me, is probably... The GOAT of our generation. Like, out of the... Like, J. Cole's really good. Don't get me wrong. In my opinion, I put it... Kendrick, Cole... I wanted to say Ye for a bit, but Ye's recently been kind of falling off for me. I'm sorry, but the shit you do totally affects how I feel about you. So we're just going to put Kendrick and Cole up there for now. And the rest... I'll have to wait and find out if I ever, if I ever announce the rest of my top five. But I am definitely excited. I literally woke up that morning, took a shit, saw the news... And I jumped off the toilet, forgot to even, like, do anything, ran in my bedroom, and was like, baby, baby, guess what? Fucking hilarious. But I was so excited. I, I fucking, I love Kendrick. I feel like he's who we need right now. I feel like if anyone needs to address the nation and speak to us and teach us, it is the great prophet, I'm sure. Well, it's been a fun new segment take a quick word from our sponsors and then uh yeah we'll jump into today's podcast is sponsored by stupid poets studios if you are local to the charlotte county area and an artist looking to get your music produced and distributed stupid poets studios is the place for you and we're back welcome everybody today for our secondary segment or our local segment we will be doing a tier list Right now, I have this thing I'm calling the local tier list. It is A, B, C, D, and F as the rankings. So what I have here is a list of different local artists. Now, I am starting by only doing the artists I work with in my label. Afterwards, if you want to nominate your own artists or anything like that, you can do so. Local to the Southwest Florida, Port Charlotte, Englewood, Charlotte County area. And uh, yeah, I will, I will do a second video where I'll put more local artists on. And then as I review local album reviews and stuff, I will shuffle them around the tier list. So let's say I put stud C first. And then all of a sudden, she's C tier. Later down the road, I'm reviewing an album. And it's just a fucking A tier fucking album. And I think, you know, I think she's an A tier artist now. I could move her up to A tier artistry. And then if I'm like, you know what? This next album she dropped was really garbage. I'm a bumper down to F or maybe keep her back down to C or whatever, you know? So it's stuff like that. I will say it sucks right now if you're watching on the live stream because I really can't show you their music in the middle. But if you go and check out the podcast, I will... Or maybe if I do put this on like YouTube or something, I will clip in videos and clips of their music, audio clips as well. So you kind of get an idea of what each person sounds like and stuff like that. Now, I know it's going to seem sketchy because I am in this pile twice. I am in here as JV Music and I am in here as Little Yahweh. I am going to tell you right now 
that I am super, super critical of myself. I most likely will be very hard on myself when it comes to rating me in comparison to other artists. So I'm not gonna just say, if I give myself a good score, I genuinely think so. And if I give myself a bad score, I'm not just doing that for y'all. No, I probably genuinely think so. So just know that I will do my best to be as honest and transparent as possible when it comes to rating myself, when it comes to reviewing my old albums, because I wanna be a separate person with that. First one we drew, little stud. Whoa, your fire trucks. Stud, me and her work together since Sunday morning space adventure, believe it or not. Funny how she's the first one I draw for a Sunday morning smoke session. <laughs> but um, no, that's when we uh, we met up around, actually, possibly even before that, I think we worked on a project together. But um, yeah, she was uh, someone who was interested in wanting to do music. Uh, she came up to me and my brother and was like, hey, I... Uh, I want to start working on music with you guys. We had her in for a few albums. You could check her out on uh, JV Music's Spooky Season featuring the Stupid Poets Club with me and her and Kind of Odd and as well as uh, Sunday Morning Space Adventure. And she's also on some other songs like she's on my um, Comeback Kid album as JV Music where she is... Uh, in the um, what song? Uh, greatest of all time. I'm hardly banging, just started creating. She wanna fuck, but she can't take what's slanging. I'm on a mission, just writing my saying. Murder on my mind, like I'm super saying. Making some plays, like this is my. So yeah, she's a very good artist. She has a really good flow, really cool voice. Um, she's a she's a little lesbian girl, right? And she's more of a stud than anyone else in the fucking SPC. Like, she pulls more bitches than all of the guys combined. It's fucking hilarious to me. Um, although her music's kind of repetitive, it needs more thought, more attention, and this isn't something that I'm just sitting here talking shit on. She knows this. We've talked about this. She's asked me to help her write and stuff like that because she's more of a freestyle artist. So, yes, it is something that we have talked about and we are going to work on if we work together further and stuff like that. Um, she doesn't have any albums out right now, and for that alone... All the artists that don't have any full-length album projects, I'm starting off in F. And once they drop albums, there's their chance to move up. Although, just for the fact that she probably has a better online presence than most of us, pulls a, a lot better of a fan base overall, I'm actually going to move her up to D, despite her not having an album. Paper Route Louie. Hey, I wish you would show me love like my city does. Money shows up, don't start pretending love. In this game of life, yeah, it's lots of hating. It's smiling your face, actually fake and friendly. They be going through the motions. Paper out Louie, unfortunately, I gotta move to F. <clears throat> he features. Wait, he doesn't have any solo songs, solo projects, solo albums, nothing. Like, I'm, I, I love working with you, my guy, but. Until you drop a project, I'm I'm I can't put you anything higher. Um, I will say work that could be done there. A little bit on the sound, you know, keeping a steady voice when we're recording. Sometimes we're recording, paper route will always hit me with like a I'll walk inside of the booth, booth, and just get like loud, quiet, loud, quiet. It's like, bro, this is gonna take me like fucking hours to edit this right. Uh, but other than that, you know, he's fun to work with. He has some interesting lyrics, very uh Baby Keem almost, but like an old school mix of Baby Keem with like a Brooklyn sound. It's it's a very interesting sound, and I, I really do enjoy working with him. 
Next up we have Kinda Odd. Grinding overnight, going to work without sleep So that even when awake we can be living all our dreams All the bullshit to the side, we depending on all of you So go show us that support and click the link and rock the views Only one drop And this is a very shaky drop Now, the only reason it's shaky is due to Issues with like Streaming platforms But it's It's like a similar thing man It's like where do I put you because You don't even have like an official album out so do you get like, I'm not going to put you in F. Kind of odd is way better than F. And he has projects. So I'm telling you right now, he's not going to go in F. I'm thinking either C or D. I had like an idea of what I was going to do. But like, you know, things change. Things change. Um, I think I'm going to put kind of odd with stud. And that's just to give him room to grow. Because I feel like if we get him back in the studio, we get him to keep pumping out music. And we put some good albums down. I feel like my man has unfathomable potential. Very interesting, melodic, but old school, rappy sound. Very good punches. Deep, like, fucking hard lyrics sometimes, my guy. Little uncivil. I hate it when we're distanced. Stone saying, you know, we're different. I'm saying so, I'm existence to you. Shit, true. That's all that ever attracted to you. Shit, true. A bloody yes angel fell at the mansion. Now you're hoping hell should be landing on you. A man has an interesting sound. Almost like a Suicide Boys mixes with a Yellow Wolf type thing. I can't even, like, that's just the best I could describe it. That's not even 100% accurate. So, so far we got F tier, Paper Route Louie, D tier, Studding, Kinda Odd. I'm actually going to put Little Uncivil in F tier with Paper Route Louie. Again, just for the fact of lack of drops, the music that he hops on and features on is good, but we got to get you to drop more music, my guy. We got to get you in this studio. Next up. We have Extendo. Album is dropping this summer to be announced. Date and name. So me and Ben, again, I, I talked to my artists about where they could improve and stuff. So they know where I think they lack. So this isn't anything I'm talking behind their back. They'll probably watch these videos. I'll probably send it to them. And on top of that, it's something that we've talked to in person. I think Ben has amazing fucking flow. He has an amazing fucking voice. And his lyrics sometimes are pretty good. Um, But I think where me and Ben... Like where I lack, Ben is strong. And where Ben lacks, I'm strong. So Ben's lyrics and his structure ain't that good. You know, his song structure, I tell him all the time, he doesn't know when to put a hook in. He knows how to write a hook. He knows how to write a verse. He just doesn't know how to balance out the hook in the, or the hook verse, hook verse, you know? He'll like do a song and it'll be like the hook twice in a row, then three verses, and then another like one hook, and then two more verses, then four hooks at the end. It's just like, bro, that doesn't make any sense for how this song's structured. And... Same thing with album structuring and telling the story, structuring a story. He's not good at that. I'm great at that. I'm great with the lyrics and stuff like that. Where I lack is my voice. My Sometimes my voice isn't as good as I want it to be. Sometimes my flow isn't as good as I want it to be. So Ben is strong where I lack. And for that, I'm going to put 
definitely the both of us on the same stepping stool. Sorry, guys. I was just editing this and realized I never actually clarified where I put mine and Ben's um, music on the chart. I might have done it at the end, but right here I didn't. So I'm just going to clarify that I put both me and Ben on C. Now, this next one, I would like to say, I was going to put higher. Just because I have some albums on JV Music that sound fucking professional. I have some lyrics on there that just go unbelievably fucking hard. But I ended up moving this down to C tier. Whoa. Ripped off my fucking thing. I, I, I ended up, I was going to put me in B tier, JV Music in B tier. Little Yahweh, by the way, that's my current music name for anyone wondering. Little Yahweh, I put that with Extendo. Extendo and Little Yahweh, me and my younger brother, we're both in C right now. I was going to put my old music career, again, back in B, just because I have a bigger discography with better songs and stuff on it. But then I realized as I'm going through, the story is very basic. And I don't mean like the album story or like one specific story, just the story throughout the whole arc of the JV music, you know? It's a love story. It's very much so me trying to replace a lost love. And you could hear it throughout the album. Every song I drop is like I'm trying to get someone's attention with it. And upon that realization, I decided that JV Music is very one-dimensional and compared to Little Yahweh, which has like 20 different story arcs at any given moment. And for that reason, I decided to bump JV Music down to C because there's no way it's better than Little Yahweh. Even if my Little Yahweh music sounds a little less professional right now, the arc and overall story I'm building with it, I feel puts it at a high or at the same level. Not necessarily putting it at a higher level, but bringing JV Music down a level. And that is where we stand with that. So again, I will do another, um, let's say five more artists. I will pick five more artists to review and put on this tier chart. And then after that, I will not add any more artists until another artist is taken off. Once I put an artist up here, again, they will stay up here. Their career will move them around. And for whatever reason, if we decide we don't want to follow them anymore, whether they get famous or they do some fuck up shit, maybe they're just not that good anymore. We'll take them off, and then they will be replaced. Usually my secondary segment, I'll look over the comments, talk about that. I don't have any comments. Sometimes I'll post Instagram reviews, or uh, reviews, uh, not reviews, um, polls and stuff like that, and I'll respond to those. But as you can see, that's not going to be the case today. Because, again, this is just a kind of uh, rushed pilot. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I'm going to try to make the future ones more professional. I did this in a matter of a few hours between the visuals and setting everything up and then writing up my little makeshift script that obviously wasn't that useful because <laughs> I either A, can't read my handwriting or B, decide this is stupid as I'm reading it and just go off the dome anyways. Um, it has been fun talking, everybody. I'm going to cut off the podcast right now, hang out on live for a minute and uh, yeah, just kind of chill, see what's up and uh, yeah, be sure to check me out next week. See what album I'm reviewing, and I will be adding five local artists that aren't in the Stupid Poets Club to the tier list. So, that's exciting. Thank you for listening, watching, and all that.